Welcome to the Pursuit Podcast. My name is Shana Recker and I'm a business and mindset coach to entrepreneurs looking to be, do, and have more. My mission is to help you pursue your biggest goals, take the right actions, and make your desires become a reality. This podcast and my special guests help you make a quantum leap from where you are to where you want to be so that you can be living your best life. To go along with this podcast, I've created a special four-step plan to help you map out the start of your own quantum leap. You can grab that at shanarecker.com forward slash leap. What I share in this free download is critical to elite goal achievement. So I highly recommend you get over and you get started. All right, let's dig into today's conversation. Hey there, welcome to the Pursuit Podcast. I'm your host, Shana Rucker, and happy Monday, everyone. I hope that you had an amazing weekend wherever you are. I know we did. The, the weather was summer-like weather, which was amazing. We were able to get outside and uh, just really enjoyed the sunshine and the warmth. And so I hope that you had an amazing weekend as well. I'm really excited to be here with you guys today to talk about a little bit of a twist on the whole going after your goals, pursuing your goals. You hear me talk a lot with my guests and all of a lot of the conversations that, you know, I have on here with you is, is a lot about, you know, taking action and going after and getting uncomfortable and doing the hard things and finding the obstacles and pushing through them and all that kind of good stuff. And all of that stuff is really important to achieving your goals. We have got to move. We've got to take action, right? In order to make these goals happen. But what I want to talk to you about today is actually the opposite of that. (laughs) And it's really an important part of achieving your goals, but we often don't think about this. Here's an example. And this actually came up on the weekend. So I have a mastermind that I'm a part of and we share what's working, what our wins are, and then we share what we're struggling with. And then we get support from the group. And one of the members of the mastermind had mentioned about, you know, he was, you know, he has this goal for himself and he's got all of these things he wants to do, but he was finding it overwhelming. It was like, there's this big list and it's overwhelming and feeling unorganized because I have all of these things to do. I don't know if you can relate to feeling that way. It's like you set the goal and you want it to happen so fast that you've got all these ideas that are coming up and you're trying to do it all at once. And you end up, basically, it's like you're running around spinning all of these plates. It's like, I got to be the mom. I got to run the business. I got to do the job as well. Plus I got to clean the house. All of life just seems to like be coming at you all at once, especially when you set a big goal, right? When you set a big goal and it becomes your main focus, which is what should be happening when you set a big goal, right? It becomes a desire. It becomes like almost like an obsession. You're just, you're constantly thinking about it, working on it in your brain and But then you've also got all of these other life things that are happening. And it comes down to a point where you're starting to feel like you are literally running around spinning plates, trying to keep them up. Right. And so that's oftentimes what can happen, especially those of us who are entrepreneurs, because when we work from home, we're entrepreneurs, like our business never shuts off. It's not like we ever really, we don't have an office space that we leave and then we walk out the door and we don't have to think about it until Monday. Right. Like our brains can be consistently going, you know, all the time. And so one of the major steps in creating a quantum leap for yourself in order to go from where you are to where you want to be and make that big jump, one of the pieces of that puzzle is to actually stop doing things. So I know I talk a lot about pursuit and going after things, but the other side to that is also 
to stop doing a lot of the things on your list. So quantum leaps are equally as much about what you need to stop doing as what you need to start doing. And so when we were chatting, when I was chatting with this um, mastermind colleague of mine, you know, I asked him, I said, well, you know, if you had to make a list, I mentioned this to my students as well. I get them to make a list of all the things that they have to do in a day and in a week. If you were to just list, you know, start by, you know, all the things that you do on a daily basis and then all the things you do on a weekly basis, just brain dump the big list. And it can be work stuff, personal stuff, stuff for your house, all of the things. And then I want you to look at that list and see all of the things on this list. What I want you to do with that list, first of all, are what are things on that list that really only you can do? Only you can do. And I'll share why I'm asking you to do this here in a second. But what are the things on the list that only like you have to do? So like for my podcast, I have to do my podcast because nobody can pretend to be me and come onto this podcast and start recording. I mean, I guess they could, but that'd be weird. So for me, podcasting is something I do twice a week. So it's something that's on my list. I have to do it. So highlight that, let's say in pink, right? So you've got that one in pink. And then I want you to then look at the list and I want you to look at the things that you love to do. I mean, I'm talking, these are things on your list that bring you so much joy and they make you feel good. And they really don't take up that much of your time. Like as an example, if you love to cut the grass, it's like meditation time for you. It it just brings you joy. You love to see the lines on the front lawn. It makes you feel fulfilled. It really doesn't take that much time. You do it once or twice a week and you just really love that task. You know, any of those tasks, highlight those in blue, let's say. So those are things that you love. So you've got things that absolutely have to be done by you and things that you absolutely love and bring you joy. So then I want you to look at the list and look at everything that's left. Now I want you to look at the list and in, in, in green, let's say green for money. I want you to highlight all the tasks that you have to do or that you do that contribute to you making money, contribute to the result that you want, the goal that you're trying to achieve. For instance, coaching your clients, uh, maybe doing sales calls. Maybe that's something like, unless you have a sales team, if you don't have a sales team, then you are doing those sales calls. Those sales calls contribute to your results. You know, depending on what your goal is, what are the things that are on that list that you have to do that actually contribute to the result that you are looking for? For most of us, it's making money, making more money. So those highlighting green, things that you have to do, only you can do, Things that you absolutely love, like they bring you so much joy and you would never want to get rid of that task and things that actually contribute to your results. So I want you then to look at those things on your list and I want you to, the ones that you've colored in those pink, uh, blue, and green, anything that you've colored in pink, blue, and green, pink, blue, and green, Those are tasks that stay on your list. Now, everything else on that list, I want to ask yourself, what can I delegate, reduce, eliminate, or automate? Those other tasks are tasks that you don't need to be doing. You could be getting someone else to do them. Maybe they don't even need to be done at all. Maybe there are things that you you could, you know, get the kids to do got to look through those things and decide how can you, 
either eliminate, reduce, delegate, or automate those tasks. Now, the reason why I want you to do this is because there's something called the 80-20 rule. Pareto's law, I believe it is, the 80-20 rule states that of all of the things on your list, only 20% of them actually contribute to your results. So the 80-20 rule states that it's like a law of averages. And it's like, you know, out of the population, 20% of the the population hold 80% of the wealth. You know, there's just like this natural sort of 80-20 split that happens in all kinds of different things in the world. And it just seems to be this phenomenon. There's always this 80-20. Well, it's true. And there's tons of videos on this. If you want to go deeper into the 80-20 rule, maybe I'll do a separate podcast on that, but you can look it up on Google and you can find all kinds of information about the 80-20 rule. So how it applies to your tasks is 80% of the things on your list are things that are not contributing to your results. You do them because you feel either you have to, or they're just on your list and you've never really thought about delegating them, eliminating, uh, reducing them or or automating them. But I'm asking you to really think about that because there's a really important piece to the pursuit puzzle. And that is white space, quiet time for you to think, for you to, you know, work on doing the things that are producing the results in your business. You know, oftentimes people say to me, I feel overwhelmed. I don't have enough time for all this stuff, but I ask them what they do in a day. And if you look at their list of things they're doing in a day, a lot of those things they don't need to be doing. I believe a lot of times they're excuses for not doing the work that actually counts. It's like, oh, well, I've got to, I, you know, I have to clean my desk. Like I can't start working until my desk is, I mean, there's dishes in the sink. Like I got to get those dishes done before I do my work. Like, oh, well, I have to, you know, do X, Y, and Z and this and this and this before I actually do the things that contribute to the results that I'm looking for. So when it comes to the pursuit a huge part of you obtaining your goal is actually creating time for you to be creatively thinking about things, be doing, you know, doing the things that are on your list that contribute to your results. And that's why I asked you to highlight things that you love, because when you, let's say, let's use the instance for cutting the grass. If you love cutting the grass and it brings you joy and it makes you feel fulfilled, that puts you in a high vibe. And if you do that for an hour a week, that's actually serving you because it puts you in that good feeling place. So keep that task. But if you hate cutting the grass and it makes you angry and it's just another thing that's keeping you from your goal and you're just like, oh, hire someone to cut the grass. So how can you reduce and eliminate and delegate the things that are taking you away from achieving your goal? What on your list generates the most results for you in your business? And how can you eliminate those things? Now, here's part of the problem with this is when I looked at my list and yeah, I could see things that I definitely didn't need to do and that I could give, you know, to other people. Trust me, when I hired my first VA, it was very difficult for me to delegate tasks because I'm a control freak. I'm somebody who, uh, you know, I, 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 and this is what happens with a lot of people is we identify as busy people. It's part of our identity. And if you identify as a busy person, And all of a sudden you have white space to go meditate or to go do a mind map or to go sit and think creatively about how to fix a problem or what your next move is going to be, or thinking of people that you could call to help you achieve your goal. Or if you just had time to just rest, just rest, even not do anything. 
you gave your body that time to just not have to think. And maybe you just watched a funny movie and didn't have to think about anything, gave yourself that time that you'd actually, when you do that, you actually give your brain an opportunity to give you information, give you insights that actually help you achieve your goals. But we often identify as busy people and it's very difficult for us to hand over things because we think, oh, well, I'll just do it. It's easier. It's just easier for me. And then you're, what, what you're actually doing is that self-image you have of being a busy person. You're satisfying that by saying, oh, it's just easier if I do it. So I'll hold on to all of these tasks so that I can satisfy that busy person identity that I have versus letting go. It was hard for me to let go to my VA. I'm a graphic designer to give my graphic design work over to somebody else. I was, I was always like, well, what if they don't design it the way that I like it? What if they don't do this? Like, oh, it'll just be easier if I do it. But what that is doing me doing my own graphic design work is taking me away from doing podcasts like this, coaching with my clients, doing trainings for people. Like there's so many things that I could be doing with my time that is going to be contributing to my goal more than me doing graphic design work. I'm not a graphic designer anymore, but I identified as being that busy person. So me keeping the graphic design work helped me to perpetuate that satisfaction of being the busy person. That may come up for you when you do this exercise and you try to delegate some of the things on your list and eliminate and reduce your, if you identify as that busy person, that ego is going to go in the back of your mind going, nah, maybe you should just keep that one because you know, like no one else will do it quite like you. And that you have to ask yourself, am I keeping this because it makes me feel satisfied because I identify as being busy or do I really need to do this one? So I want you to look at your list and look at what on that list really contributes to you achieving your goal. Keep those things. Go double down on those things. What would happen to your results if you doubled down on the tasks that actually contributed to your results? If you doubled down on those things and you did twice as much of that in a week because you delegated and eliminated and, and reduced some of the other stuff that was just taking up space, more plate spinning. You put that stuff down, you delegated it, you eliminated it, you reduced it. And you put all that extra time into the tasks that actually either brought you joy, fulfilled you, made you feel super good and, or helped you to achieve the results that you're looking for. I guarantee you, you would quantum leap to your goal 10 times faster. But we often don't want to give up the busy but we need to, this is not, this is your goal. Achieving your goal is not meant to be hard. It's not meant for for you to struggle. It's meant for you to get out of your comfort zone. Absolutely. And yes, you're going to hit obstacles and there's going to be things, but it's not meant to be a 10, 12 hour work day grind. Now, yes, are there going to be days where you have to put in extra hours because you're working on a project or maybe you're launching something or whatever? Yeah, there's absolutely going to be some of those times, but it doesn't need to be 24-7, seven days a week. We need to give ourselves white space. Now, some of the things that I've done to help me with this, one of I, I have hired a VA, and this is the advice that I said to the gentleman in the mastermind. As soon as he started saying, I was like, well, think of all the things that you're doing and you've got this overwhelming feeling and you feel like you're scattered. I'm like, you need someone to help you. Like it's, that's another problem for a lot of us too. We don't like to ask for help, but having somebody on your side, hiring a VA that is working with you 
Like they are work, not just for you, with you, like, cause your results help them continue to have a job and get paid and get hopefully bonuses and all these great things. Right. So you want someone that wants to work with you, the partner with you and that you're giving them work. They're taking things off your calendar. They want, they want you to succeed. You, you know, you both are working together. So hiring a VA was the best thing that I did in my business is having somebody that, that understands who I am, understands my business, understands my goals, and they are doing their part to help me achieve that. Now I have to admit it was really scary committing to paying somebody every single month for their time. But I promise you, when you make that commitment, you will grow to that level. I hired a VA for five hours a month for my very first VA. Then I went up to 10 hours a month and now I'm up to 40 hours a month with my VA. And I've always, I've always come through. I've always had the money. My business is actually scaling to the size of the, the support that I get, the size of my team, right? It's like the whole fishbowl analogy. You kind of grow to the size of your fishbowl. So don't be afraid to invest in your business in that way. It'll be the best thing that you could do because then you'll have the space to actually be able to do the tasks that bring you the results to be able to pay for those things. It's a catch 22. Like what comes first, you know, the VA or the money? Well, I'm telling you right now, the VA comes first, the money will follow. I promise you that. So that's one thing I did. The other thing I did is I changed my work hours. So I actually don't start my day until 10 a.m. I don't come into my office. I don't typically come into my office or touch anything until 10 a.m. I like my morning routine, which starts at five, sometimes six. I do my morning routine. We get the kids all where they need to go in the mornings. I do my workout, my meditation. I shower. And at 9.30, quarter to 10, somewhere in there, I usually kind of get to my office, but I don't actually start working until 10 a.m. I work from 10 until about five. And I do that specifically because I need that white space in the morning to do my meditation, to do the journaling, to do the things that are important to me. Those are the things that help me get clear-minded so I can get the intuition, so I can get the inspiration, so I can build the business and do the things. So I changed that for myself. I don't know where, I'm sure it came from my corporate years, but where I got the idea or the belief that if I wasn't working at my desk by 8.30, quarter to nine, I was late. Like who, who made that rule? <laughs> you know, I've been an entrepreneur since 2010. I was like, how long have I believed that to be true? Well, I've been in corporate since I was, you know, 23 years old. And I guess that's kind of where I picked it up from that. You had to be at work by nine, sometimes eight 30, depending on where you worked. Like I've been doing the 10 AM thing since about 2019. So it was just not too long ago where I went, wait a minute, I make my own schedule. Like I want that time in the morning. I need that time in the morning for myself. And so I'm like, I'm not starting my day until 10. I get to choose that, right? Like I get to make that choice. So what is that for you? Do you need to carve out that space in your calendar where you have that dedicated time to do some of the mind work, to do the ritual, to do the meditation, to, you know, have the creative thinking time for yourself and your business or your goals. Really, you've got to create time to stop in your calendar to be able to think and do all of these things. It's not always about action, action, action. And, and actually doing nothing is an action for your business. Taking time to sit and think creatively. Like sometimes it's a matter of a midday walk, going for a 45 minute walk and just clearing your mind. If it's beautiful out, you know, schedule that into your calendar. That's white space time to, for you to think, for you to give yourself that space. We have to start eliminating things from our calendar so that we can have that time. 
So letting go of those tasks that do not contribute to your quantum leap to give you that white space to think creatively, to try the new moves, to double down on the moves that are actually creating your results. Whatever you need that time for, you've got to put it in your calendar and it will challenge you. This is going to challenge you because if you're used to being a busy person, if you're used to doing it all yourself, you're going to be challenged with this. But I promise you, if you can get, you know, if you think of that 80-20 rule, 20% of the things on that list are contributing to your results. So how can you eliminate, delegate, reduce, or automate the 80% of the things on your list? And I can already hear it. There's people who are going, well, I can't afford that. I can't afford to hire somebody to clean my house. I can't afford to have somebody help me in my business. I can't afford, I can't afford, I can't afford. Then you need white space to figure out how you can afford it. Get creative. Think. How could you get someone to start cutting your lawn or cleaning your house? And then I also want you to think, what do you charge per hour? You know, if you're charging $100 an hour or $150 an hour or $500 an hour, you've got to ask yourself for every task that you are doing, if you can pay somebody less to do that task for you, if you don't have to be the person to do it, let's say it costs you $50 an hour to have a house cleaner and you charge out yourself at $150 an hour, you are losing $100 an hour for every hour you are cleaning your house because you can pay somebody $50 an hour to do it. And that gives you that hour to go make 150 working with a client. So you have to be really honest with yourself here and you have to have faith and trust that if you decide to you know, dedicate to having a VA or having, paying someone to do some of these tasks for you, that you will figure it out. You will figure it out. You might even say to yourself, I'm not even sure how this is going to happen, how I'm going to be able to afford this month after month, but I have faith that I will figure it out. And I guarantee you it will come. The idea on how to do it will come. It happens every single time. So much like I said at the beginning of this, the pursuit of your goal isn't always about doing more, more, more. There's definitely actions that need to be taken. You definitely have to make bold moves. You've got to take risks. You've got to get out of your comfort zone. But a lot of what creating a quantum leap is about is also about giving yourself time and space to think, to not even think, to just be quiet to do your meditation, to do your journaling, to allow your mind to process, to be able to hear the insights and the intuition that lives within you. You can't hear it when you're constantly running around busy with like a chicken with your head cut off. Build in creative white space into your calendar. You're cheating yourself. If you put back-to-back-to-back appointments in your calendar and you don't give yourself space in between, trust me, I have made this mistake and you do not give yourself space in between to reset, refocus, do whatever you need to do before your next appointment. If you just go back to back to back, you are doing your clients and those who you're talking to a disservice because you haven't had time to fill your cup in between those appointments. So you need to create boundaries and to create padding and, and create this white space in your calendar so that you can creatively think through what's next for you or what you should be doing next. And the other thing I will say too, I mean, I'm a, I'm an entrepreneur. I've worked many weekends, Saturdays, Sundays, holidays, you name it, never really shuts off, but I have really made a conscious effort to turn off my work on the weekends. And I know not everybody can do that. I know there's times, and even myself, there are times where I'm like, damn, I got to launch next week. We got lots of stuff to do. I have to work this weekend. But what I've been doing 
is instead of saying to myself, I have so much to do, I have to work this weekend or I'm never going to get it done. I tell myself I have more than enough time to get everything done. It will get done in time. And I don't need to be working on the weekend in order to get it done. And I've been doing this. I've been playing with this mindset, you know, in the last few weeks and I have been getting everything I need done and doing very little thing, very little things for my business on the weekend. And it just always seems to be working out. So be careful what you say to yourself when it comes to this whole busy thing and this whole, like this badge of honor we wear. It's like, if you tell yourself you're busy, if you identify as that busy person, but you keep telling yourself, I have so much to do. I have to work all weekend. You're going to be working all weekend. But if you say to yourself, you know what? I've got lots of time to get it done. Maybe you pick at it for an hour on the weekend. I don't know, but I always find whatever I tell myself, I do get it done in time. And I guarantee you what you think is going to take you all weekend. If you were to really look at it and you were to really spend focused time on getting it done, you could probably get it done in an hour or two if we were really honest, but we like to make things like bigger in our minds, right? It's like, oh, it's going to take me all weekend to do that. But really, if you just sat down and put some focus time into it, maybe you get up early on a Saturday morning, knock it out in two hours. And now you've got the whole day. Long story short is a big part of the pursuit is actually not doing anything is just stopping, (laughs) stopping some of the things that you are doing right now that are not serving your goal. So how can you reduce, eliminate, automate, or delegate things on your list that you have time to creatively think, or also to not think at all and just give yourself and give your brain a break so that you can allow your intuition your insights, all of those awesome unseen forces that live with inside of us to do your quantum leap ritual. How can you give yourself more time to, to make that work for you? So I hope this was helpful. I hope you have an awesome week. I'd love to hear from you. If you have eliminated, delegated, or reduced something on your list, if you have, you know, if this made an impact to you in any way, shape or form, I'd love to hear from you. I am on Instagram at quantum leap queen. Send me a message. If you love this episode, we love it when you share these in your Instagram stories. Thank you guys so much for listening and we shall talk to you soon. Have an awesome day, everyone. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to today's episode. It is my hope that this chat today helped you become relentless in the pursuit of your dreams. If you loved it, please leave an honest review on iTunes. It helps more people find this podcast, this content. And as always, I love when you share screenshots of these episodes on your iPhone into your iStories and tag me in it. I always reshare them and send you a personal thank you message every single time you do it. So thanks so much for joining. Until next time, be relentless in your pursuit.